0: Aloha, North Kohala. This is Holly Allgood, and you're listening to Tutu's Talk Story. I'm very excited. Our very special guest today is Jody Berlin Morrow. Are you there, Jody? Uh. And uh, Jody is an author, she is a life coach, she is uh, a participatory research. Uh, researcher, and uh, we're trying to connect her. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties, but uh, she's a wonderful person who will be joining us shortly. Jody, are you there? (coughs) Jody, are you there? Hello. Hi, Bruce. Hi. This is Holly. This is Holly. Oh my goodness, this is Cousin Brucie from New York. Cousin Brucey, is Jody there?
1: Yeah, matter of fact, she will be in a couple moments. Okay. Because she wants to
0: listen. Great. Well, I was just saying that you're listening to Tutu's Talk Story here on KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala, that we have a very special guest today, Jody Berlin Morrow, who is a published author, a participatory researcher, a, uh, a uh, and somebody who contributes in great ways to the community, and she'll be calling today from upstate New York. Is that true?
1: Yeah, that's it. That's yep. it. We're, uh, we're in our home upstate New York. When uh, COVID hit, we uh, left. We live in uh, Manhattan. We live in uh, the Village in Manhattan, Greenwich Village. And uh, Jody and I decided that uh, well, we could go to our upstate home and. For life and uh, I miss my city though. I must tell you, I must tell you, I
0: yeah. Well, city. and and Bruce, we're so lucky to have you. Bruce is a very famous radio caster, he introduced the Beatles in the to, in the Shea Stadium back in the 60s. And uh, and you're on your where is your show, Bruce?
1: <laughs> we're far and uh, uh. Remember Dirty Dancing, and they, a lot of the listeners seen uh, Dirty Dancing. I play the magician in Dirty Dancing.
0: That's right. <laughs> yes,
1: oh, so, okay. kind of interesting. And you know, I'm am on WABC radio now, and I do my uh, my Cousin Bruce's Saturday Night uh, Live radio show,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: where I play a lot of music, which we can talk about later. But mm-hmm. um, I have quite a few listeners that communicate with me. That contact, text me, or call me. From Hawaii.
0: Oh, isn't that something? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we like our uh, rock and roll out here, Cousin Brucey.
1: Are you kidding? It's a rock and roll, rock and roll place. Don't <laughs> worry. It's a perfect place for rock and roll to grow and live.
0: Now, how long have you been a DJ?
1: Well, I've never been a DJ. Okay. Old, I listen, I, I, I always correct people with that. You know, a DJ today... Somebody who's in a club who scratches and plays right. uh, hip hop and record. So, years ago, DJs were all right. But today, we are you and myself and Isla and everybody listening. We are radio personalities.
0: Uh huh. Oh, I like that.
1: Yeah. and no, we're broadcasting live-owned radio stations.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. All right. I I appear on a lot of movies and television, and, uh, Mm
0: -hmm. of course,
1: my radio is my favorite. I love radio the most, but I consider myself a broadcaster. That's what I am.
0: Well, and you are quite a personality, too. You have quite a big personality and uh, just full of a lot of aloha. We would say out here that, Bruce, you are full of a lot of aloha.
1: (laughs) I like that word.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I I use that word once in a while, too. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha, my cousins. That's what I say. I call everybody cousins, by the way. Uh huh. hmm That's right. I'm I, I believe that we're all related somehow. And we, we get together and we get together on this radio show. You know, I, I, I'm with people. I, I visit with people. I don't uh, talk to them. I, I, I talk with them. Mm-hmm. Right? I never talk at them. I'm with them. And uh, it's a very personal experience for me and for my audience. And we do that all the time, which is... I've been doing that now for many, many years.
0: Well, and that's that's probably why you've been doing it so many years, because people feel that love and aloha and that you're making that personal connection.
1: Very important. You mm-hmm. know, I, I discovered that at a very early age, Cousin Holly. I discovered <laughs> that at a very... I, I really don't I mean that when I, I call the Cousin Holly. I mean it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
2: discovered
1: at an early age that... You now, being on radio is probably the most intimate and the most personal of all mass media. You mm. know, and I'll tell you, I'll say this to you, and I don't mean this facetiously. I uh, I am in the shower with people. I take baths with people. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> bed with people constantly. I shop with people. That's I, right. I walk with people. So that's what's so wonderful about radio, the mm-hmm. intimacy. And that's what I've, I've mm. developed, uh, and I'm sure you have too, uh, the... Use of this medium And it, it works beautifully
0: mm-hmm. Well I never thought of that before That people are possibly um, Well I'm sure right now People are listening to us Maybe in the tub Maybe in the shower Absolutely <laughs> right. in their, well, their the bed dub, dub. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well and
3: I, I have found uh, Some of our friends who listen to us On the radio They They feel like they've been seeing us because they hear us on the radio, and it's like, no, I haven't seen you in six months, but they that's feel right. like they've been visiting with us because they hear us on the radio.
1: Well, that's exactly the point. You're yeah. absolutely right. You know, I'll see you tonight. I'll see you on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. saw you last night. Now, of course, today we are screaming a lot of our uh, radio broadcasts. We have in our studio video equipment, and uh, yeah, it's something that I think about quite a bit because. Sometimes you don't want to ruin the magic of the mind. It's called mind of the eye, Mm -hmm. sorry, Mm
2: -hmm. mind of
1: the eye. Mm -hmm. Now, once you add video to it, which we're doing, because this is the way the world is going, it might take away some of that magic of people, you know, visualizing what we're doing, what we look like, where we are.
0: Right, it's almost giving too much away.
1: Yeah, you know what? Well, that's the nice part about radio. There is a, a mystery to it. Mm-hmm. There's a mystery to it the Intimacy is very, very important mm-hmm. So you don't want to upset the boat.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's also like the show uh, The Voice I think one of the things that made The Voice so popular Was people were sh- chosen just on their voice It wasn't what they were wearing Or what they looked like It was, you know, who can really sing And who can really move us with their voice
1: Exactly. You should hear me sing. (laughs) uh, I'm great in in the. I am a shower baritone. I sing opera in the shower. I sound so good. But then when I sing in front of people, once in a while, it always comes out of the key of Jay (laughs) (laughs) flat.
0: That's pretty. I understand that. Yeah. Well, your voice is certainly recognizable and notable, and you have such a beautiful, full, deep voice. I know that's uh, one of the reasons Jody fell in love with you. (laughs)
1: Yes, my Jody, who's right here right now, is listening to our visit. Notice what I just said, Holly and I. I said visit. I didn't say guest or interview. See, when I talk to people on the air, once again, this intimacy is very important. So I always Mm -hmm. call it a visit. And I try to make everybody, my guests, extremely welcome and relaxed. Mm -hmm. And I want them to feel the listeners that think that we're talking in a living room or in a dining room or someplace where they are comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. Very
1: important what you do radio.
0: Yes. Well, well th- thank th- you, th- you so for much all the, for the
3: pointers. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's so helpful. We're, I think we're going to
0: visit with Jody now.
1: Uh, you tell me. I'll put her on.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you, thank you so you. much, Cousin Brucey, for spending some time with us, and I'm sure your fans out here in Hawaii we're delighted to have a little bit of time with you, and we well, s- we hoping. really really appreciate it.
1: If they would like, you know, we stream, we scream, and if I may, they can listen on um, uh, the cousin Brucey Saturday night, New York Times, six o'clock, six p.m. Eastern time. Cause I don't know what time I just view it earlier. Noon. That's noon our about. time. Yeah. And uh, look, may I give the uh, stream address? Uh, that would be nice if I
0: could. Sure. All
1: right. It's for sure. If you want to check in, and a lot of us had people in Hawaii do this. W, You know, there's no such thing as local radio anymore. We stream, so listen to me on wabcmusicradio.com. wabcmusicradio.com, Saturday night. I know Saturday I'm going to
0: be listening. Thank you so much, well, Cousin Percy.
1: Well, please, please do.
0: I will. All right. Is, Jody, are you coming on the radio now?
1: Yeah. Sure, I'll put it right on. Thanks so much. I don't so think we expected this, but I'm going to put it right on. Okay. Jody, here's my cousin, Holly.
0: <laughs> oh. Hello, Holly. <laughs> Hello. So some buttons are getting pushed there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's okay now. Okay.
0: Holly. Okay. Jody, it's such a delight to have you here on Tutu's Talk Story. <laughs> And uh, I was telling people at the beginning of the show that you're, you're an author, you are a, um, a participatory researcher, you're a life coach, you're a wonderful contributor to the community, and one of my very favorite people.
4: Well, that sounds terrific, Holly. <laughs> so, Jodi... You, you are surely one of my most... Favorite people ever.
0: Ah, oh. well, Jody, you know, in Hawaii, it's tradition here that we start off by finding out a little bit about where people come from. So, can you can you tell our audience where you were born and sure. raised? I was born in uh, Bronx,
4: New York, uh, where I lived for the first three years of my life. Then uh, my family moved to Queens, uh, Long Island, and I lived right on uh, in Edgemere, which was uh, a-, a beautiful sandy beach and an ocean, which uh, was 10 minutes uh, from my door. That's
0: quite a beautiful Judy, what was it like growing up there?
4: It was uh, it was quiet, and uh, at the ocean. Oh, well, you have uh, lots of ocean in Hawaii, but I lived uh, just uh, five minutes uh, from. Uh, the boardwalk, and the beach. And a lot of my life was spent on the boardwalk and uh, swimming in the ocean. It was uh, a wonderful place to grow up.
0: Yeah, I it think. sounds like it. And did you go to school in New York? Yes,
4: I went to uh, public school. And then I moved uh, from bordering on the beach to uh, Bayswater, which was a community built on uh, the bay. And I went to uh, high school at Far Rockaway High School.
0: Far Rockaway Um, High School, huh? Yeah,
4: And the beach. And the ocean and the bay were a very important part of my growing up.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, So you had a lot of, it sounds like you had a lot of beach time growing up.
4: I certainly did.
0: Yeah, well. I I, I
4: had freckles from being in the sun all, all the time.
0: And what did your family do? Did they do anything connected to the area?
4: Yes. Uh, my father owned a uh, property. He had uh, a huge... It was called uh, the Manor Hotel.
0: A but hotel?
4: It but it wasn't a hotel with uh, food. It was summer apartments that people came and rented. It, it was... 10 minutes from the ocean,
0: Mm -hmm. and
4: were about 50 apartments.
0: Well, I bet that was very popular. Yes,
4: and uh, from the time that I was very young, I had a day camp of all the children that lived in the hotel, and we put on all kinds of shows. It was a wonderful place for me to spend summers.
0: Well, it almost—it almost sounds like a little bit like Dirty Dancing on the ocean.
4: <laughs> dirty Dancing on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. it could be.
0: So, is that where you got your love of theater?
4: I think so. I think I always loved putting on shows.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then. Uh, did you go off to college?
4: Yes, and uh, then I went to Oswego State Teachers College. I grew up. I grew up thinking I was going to be a nurse, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, I fainted from blood, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it did turn out to be the right. The uh, right choice.
0: You and me both, uh, Jody. Yes.
4: <laughs> but being a teacher was wonderful. Mhm. I, I I loved it. Mhm.
0: So did you you it sounds like you graduated and became a teacher?
4: I did. Mhm. Uh, I taught uh 6th grade for many years.
0: And and did you enjoy it? I loved it. <laughs> I what did you love yeah. about it?
4: I loved uh, that I, I had uh, free reign uh, to teach any way that I wanted. And so we had lots of drama, lots of uh, with, with food from different countries mm. uh, put on plays with costumes and it was a wonderful creative time and I loved my students.
0: Mm I did Well that makes such a difference. Don't you think Jody, it makes such a difference if you love what you do.
4: Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I I it I loved it. It was probably the occupation that I loved uh, the most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so h- how did you decide to go to college and become a teacher? Was that something expected in your family, or what, kind no, of, what, were, uh, what led to that decision?
4: Well, growing up, uh, the only choices for women were really being a secretary, a teacher, or a nurse. Mm. And I sent it from blood, and (laughs) I I think it was uh, terrible at it, Uh, that teaching was uh, the best choice, Uh and it turned out to be a wonderful choice uh, for me. I loved it.
0: And so, uh, did your family encourage you? Was it expected that you would go to college, or...? No, it no. wasn't. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, mm-hmm. You were supposed to get married and mm-hmm. have
0: children mm-hmm. when
4: you finished high school, if you finished high school.
0: Mm-hmm. And what years was this like around when you were in high school, to give our uh, audience some context?
4: 1954. Yeah. I graduated mm-hmm. from high school, mm-hmm. and 58. From college. Wow. <laughs> time ago. So
0: college. it really was a time when uh, a lot of professions were not open to women?
4: No. Mm-hmm. Women were expected uh, to get married, or if they didn't get married, they were uh, secretaries, mm-hmm. were uh, 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 unexpected expected profession for Mm -hmm. women
0: Now speaking of secretaries I know that you wrote a book that got quite a bit of attention called Not Just a Secretary and that that may be a big leap from your teaching career but can you tell us how you went from teaching to writing that book
4: Um, I I think um, not just uh, a secretary uh, people said just a a a secretary and um, I got involved with uh, what we called assertiveness training
0: Uh Um, Mm -hmm. for women.
4: Yes, assertiveness training for women Mm -hmm. and uh, likely to... and their communication skills was secretaries. Mm-hmm. And I, I did these workshops for um, the National Association of Secretaries. Uh-huh. And, um, and from... Uh, it was mostly... Communication skills uh, that we worked with, and I, I guess I uh, really enjoyed it. And I wrote uh, a book, not just uh, secretary, using the job to get ahead.
5: Uh That there
4: were options for women, and. and how to use uh, their skills to advance mm-hmm. and to move on and out to different avenues.
0: So did you get this input working? Uh, it sounds like you did quite a few of these assertiveness trainings with secretaries. Did you hear yes. that in the feedback from them that, uh, uh, you know, maybe that they, they didn't like being called just a secretary?
4: No, uh, and uh, they had the opportunities they could uh, advance and uh, use uh, those skills to move out into the area.
0: Into other professional areas, Ma- make more money and have a better job career.
4: And uh, be interested in, uh, in something More uh, than uh, what they were doing at the time. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like it was a very uh, popular book. And then I know that we met, uh, actually, both of us were getting our PhDs, and you got involved in a fascinating program uh, with participatory research. Can you tell, uh, can you talk a little bit about that?
4: sure um i worked with um young people who had uh facial um, differences and uh, one of the things we uh, one of the most exciting things we did was write an original uh show And I love that, and um, it was a wonderful experience for uh, uh, the members of uh, the organization uh, who all had a facial difference Mm -hmm. to act, to sing, to dance, and to act. And it was a wonderful experience and to see how they blossomed and grow. And it was a remarkable.
0: And it was really a, a show that they got to act out their stories. Isn't yes. that true? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, it, it became
4: mm-hmm. a musical, and we called it Let's Face the Music.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Uh, I remember going to that show. It was quite quite a um, tear-jerker. Jer- uh,
4: it was a tear-jerker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think everybody loved being in it. And mm-hmm. uh, the audience had, uh, I think, an education yes. of what was like to grow up with a cranial facial condition and to understand the struggles and the trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. of people.
0: Can you talk a little bit about what what it's like or what some of the stories depicted growing up with a facial difference?
4: Yes. Uh, Some of them uh, had terrible experiences of being tortured and seized uh, from because of uh, their conditions uh, made them look uh, somewhat different. Mm -hmm. uh, Their relationships uh, with their siblings, uh, their parents, Mm -hmm. uh, the people that were their classmates in school? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so instead of uh, getting a lot of compassion, that they they it sounds like they many times were bullied and, and tormented.
4: They had many experiences of being stunned and teased and tormented mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they looked different.
0: Mhm. So can you tell us how it came about that you you got involved with this group?
4: I think I uh, I think it came about because Bruce was involved with uh he was uh the president of variety for children. Mm-hmm. It was, um, uh, I guess, uh, that's how I got involved. I met uh, the president of Forward Space, the organization uh, that supported uh, the young people with uh, cranial facial conditions. And we were invited to um, a Monday morning uh, uh, a meeting where children and their parents came and saw uh, the surgeons uh, that operated on the children. And Bruce and I went and sat in uh, on this, meeting. And I think that's how I was um,
0: Yeah. So you were actually there when the surgeons who operate on the children were having this conversations?
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I I saw each child uh, be, uh, appear before the surgeons and tell uh, about their cranial facial condition Mm -hmm. and uh, Bruce and I were both uh, swept away. Yeah. Uh, That's how it really started.
0: And many of these children, it's not just one surgery they have, is that right?
4: Oh, many surgeries. Some Mm -hmm. of them, many, many, uh, tend to 15 surgeries oh. over and a of time
0: so they're not only faced they were not only faced with the torment of being shunned or bullied or made fun of but they went through many surgeries you're saying uh, you yes. know uh, almost a dozen surgeries on on yes. average which of course are, are physically very very painful
4: yes uh, uh, so many of them had several surgeries.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and and the face the music, the musical that evolved out of you working with the forward face group to write the stories of their lives, depicted depicted their interactions with exactly social, social interactions as well as the hospital interactions, right? Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing you say is also it was very transformative for the people who were involved to be able to talk about their stories and then act them out and be witnessed by an audience.
4: Exactly. You described it exactly. Uh, I, 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 For many of them, uh, they had never had this opportunity to talk and uh, talk about their craniofacial conditions and the problems that presented them. And uh, they had such a marvelous response from the audience, and I think they had a wonderful growing experience.
0: Yes, and not only was it wonderful for them, but it sounds like it was a very powerfully moving experience for the audience who perhaps was having an education for the first time and what it was really like to to uh, to be in that situation.
4: Yes, he was that exactly as the word.
0: Well, Jody, is very moving, and I see that we are at the half point of our show. We're going to please hold on for us. We're going to do a station break, and we'll be back with you in a couple of minutes, okay? Sure. See you soon. See you soon.
3: Women's voices on KNKRLP. 96.1 FM Kohala. With your host Isla Allgood, I'm proud to say that I've been doing this show now for six years. And I still find amazing songs and spoken words by female artists from right here in Kohala and around the world. Tune in to 96.1 FM or Stream Live. At www.knkr.org.
5: This is a Department of Water Supply water shutoff notice for customers along Akonepuli Highway in North Kohala. Due to waterline improvements, all Akonepuli Highway area customers from Iole Road to Akana Place, including Halaula Maulili Road. Old Halaula Mill Road and other roads in between may experience a temporary loss of water from 11 p.m. on Thursday, October 28th to 3 a.m. on Friday, October 29th. For details, visit www.hawaiidws.org or call 808-961-8790 That's 961-8790. 961-8790. Mahalo for your understanding.
0: You. Aloha North Kohala and beyond. This is Holly Allgood. You're listening to Tutu's Talk Story here on KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala. I'm listening I'm listening and speaking and visiting with Jody Berlin Morrow. She was just telling us her very moving story about producing through a participatory research project, uh, Facing the Music, which was a story of uh, of uh, many young adults telling their tales of growing up with facial difference. And uh, I I was very fortunate to see the p- the play, and I have to say I was crying at the end, and Jody, I had to wipe a couple of tears on our break. uh
4: uh. <laughs> yeah,
0: so I, moving. And Jody, I, I think it's really important for you to talk about how you're still involved with this group.
4: Well, I never uh, said goodbye. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have stayed uh, with uh, the group. Uh, how much? How many years? is that uh really? many, mm-hmm. many many many, and uh there are several different people uh the group is a whole evolving uh set of people that are different some uh one of the members of our group is now uh, the director of communications for um, the organization, and she is in charge of the meetings. It, it's amazing to see. I, I I am very fortunate because I have seen uh, the uh, the growth of these young people. Uh, through the years.
0: Well, and now, uh, well, the play had to be over 25 years ago, so, and at the time they were young adults, so I'm sure they've all, they've all uh, grown quite a bit, and I'm sure a lot of it was uh, um, thanks to you, so, and you've also been a life coach, can you tell us about being a life coach with that group and beyond?
4: Well, it was a natural thing to be uh, to ask questions uh, that would inspire people to move forward in their lives. And it's uh, very satisfying Mm
2: -hmm. to see,
4: um, to work with people and to see. Uh, the growth and development. Uh, that's what I love.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like that's a big theme in your life, really, is uh, having people transform through their interactions with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's how it, it. I. Like it. <laughs> and. Uh, so I love your way of putting that, that you help people uh, move forward. Uh, that's the other, you know, the, the whole concept of whether it's forward face or move forward, that if people are moving forward in their lives to help people do that. And can you tell us some of your tricks? I hear you say you ask, you ask a lot of questions. What, what else do you think is so important when we're trying to help others get on with their lives?
4: to help them identify uh, what may be reoccurring obstacles Mm. that uh, they may place in their own uh, Mm lives to um, recognize what holds them back and to have them move forward uh, instead of falling, uh, sliding back into what will keep them from growing. Uh, if I said that, uh,
0: yes. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fabulous. Yeah, I, the uh, And I don't know if you're hearing this, Jody, but every once in a while we're getting a, a high beep from a, like yeah. a phone button getting pushed. But, yeah, no, that's fabulous to think about where is it that I love how you worded that, that, we are putting obstacles in our own way. And especially if we're doing that in some sort of a pattern where we are doing it repeatedly, um, to have someone help identify that, uh, yeah, I think that would be very transformative.
4: You said it exactly. as uh, I, I thought it, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and the other uh, thing I have to say about you Beyond compare, you have to be one of the best listeners I have ever met in my entire life. I I feel like, you know, you're a terrific listener and you really hear people and you don't say a lot. But whatever you're saying or the looks you use makes, uh, well, I know what it is. You do it without judgment, which is so hard. So I think I just put my finger on it. You are somebody who is a phenomenal listener and does so without judgment.
4: Oh, Holly, that is a lovely thing to say.
0: Yeah, well, if I think it's true. It's,
4: well, if it's true, I'm very lucky. <laughs> uh, mm
0: hmm. hmm.
4: That is uh, lovely. I, I'm very happy.
0: Yeah. To see it, yeah. That. No, I I know, and, and, uh, you know, I can say from personal experience, when I was in New York recently having my bionic hip installed, you were so wonderful about uh, staying in touch and listening to me as I was in the middle of uh, kind of a crisis, so I I speak from personal experience, but I know, I think everybody in forward face and anybody who knows you would say the same thing.
4: Oh. How
0: are you feeling, Polly? <laughs> oh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm doing really well. Oh. Yes. And I'm so glad this is my uh, first show back on the radio since, oh. yes, I was off the air for six weeks. So it's uh, this is a very special inaugural show back for me. So, So do you have any other pieces of advice for those of us who are trying to coach our friends, especially now? you know it seems like all of us are surrounded by people and family members that are more anxious than usual with kind of the state of the world
4: i think if being really listened to mm. is, mm-hmm. so, uh, is so wonderful. uh it's so wonderful um i think if we Sometimes we want to tell uh, everything, and uh, and we talk more than we listen.
0: Mm-hmm. But
4: I think uh, genuinely listening is such a wonderful thing for us to do for each other.
0: Yes. So really, just listening, and now it can be hard because people—it's hard to listen to people's pain, don't you think? That's why maybe some of us don't don't listen.
4: That may be a reason, and we very often uh, don't even realize that there's opportunity. To listen, that could be very healing. We often get to telling and think uh, that, and that's helpful too, but really listening uh, with compassion uh, is such uh, a healing thing.
0: Right. hmm I think you hit it on its head. Yeah, Absolutely. So can you talk about, you've been such a wonderful mentor to other people. Can you talk about who some of your mentors have been?
4: I, you know, Holly, I would love to, but unfortunately I didn't expect uh, to be talking to you lengthy as, uh, lengthy as we are talking. Okay. And uh, I, I, I really have to get dressed. At, to me the odd companion okay
0: alright okay well we will end the interview I just want to tell you uh, how much I appreciate you how much I appreciate your time here today and uh, and also how much we appreciated Bruce stopping in and saying hello and we want to in Hawaii we say we want to send you mahalo Loa. Thank you very um, much, Thank you, Jody. Oh,
4: Bruce, just say goodbye. all time. please.
0: Thank you. Oh, thank you. thank you. Aloha. Aloha.
1: Aloha. <laughs> and Isla. Well, listen, uh, she, she did, yeah, Isla was uh, teching. She was engineering today, right? Yes, uh, Isla was we engineering. Did not expect this. We didn't expect this experience. It was a very unusual uh, experience for me, sitting listening to Jody uh-huh. being interviewed. She mm-hmm. did the Opposite mind. I got to tell you, I loved it.
0: Uh-huh. I loved it. Yeah, we loved uh, it too.
1: He is very, very special, as you know. You are, you know, personally a personal friend. Both of you, and uh, we're just so pleased to talk to you. And we are so pleased, noting of your success. Yeah. Really nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you gonna? Me? Are you uh, all right with time? Are you need. A little more. She has to get ready. You know, we,
0: yeah, I understand. So what we're going to do, so we're live right now, and we will put on some music to entertain until our next show. And we want to thank you so much, Bruce, again, for stopping in and being our cousin.
1: Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again. And uh, talk to Jody. She has much, much more to tell you.
0: All right. Okay. (laughs) Aloha, Bruce. Aloha. Aloha. Oh, okay, this is Holly all good. Uh You're listening to Tutu's Talk Story here on KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala. And we'll see you next week. Aloha.
6: Though I know that we meet every night We couldn't have changed since the last time To my joy and delight It's a new kind of love at first sight Though it's you and it's I all the time Every meeting's a marvelous pastime You're increasingly sweet So whenever we happen to
2: meet,
6: I greet you with a song in my heart. I behold your adorable face, just a song at the start. But it soon is a hymn to your grace When the music swells I'm touching your hand It tells that you're staying. What's
2: Bye-bye. right ha mina na na no 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 no
5: your household income has been negatively impacted due to COVID-19, you can apply for the Hawaii County Emergency Rental Assistance Program. You are eligible if your household has made below the maximum allowable income. Go to hawaiicountyerap.org for information on eligibility and how to apply. This program is for renters only if you have fallen behind on your rent because of COVID, this program can help.
2: DJ Annalisa Remix Bisayan Budot. <coughs> Tagalog larawan Kupas. And to these hits, Lane and Dub. Um, Only here. Be nice, nice to repeat. Every Thursday, 11 to 1. Ditto sa K N K R L P 96.1 F M. Kuhalas. Okay. <laughs>